Seconds. Mayfield flings it left side end zone. Caught! Wow! Caught! Caught by Van Jefferson with nine seconds remaining. Touchdown, LA! I don't know if you could write it any better than that. Obviously, we'd like to be a little bit more stress free, but it's a pretty damn good story. I'll be honest with you. So it's uh, special. Hour three, live in Tulsa today at Neighborhood Jam. It is the T-Row in the morning show. It's a ref takeover in green country today. Uh, you got me for one more hour here, and then the mayor of Tulsa himself, Chris Plank, is going to be at Tally's from 9 to noon. We've got uh, Parker Thune with all kinds of breaking portal and transfer news. Who knows what he's got going on today. He'll be at Jimbo's Chicken and Waffles today from 12 to 3. And then Tyler McComb is coming up from 3 to 6 or 2 to 6, maybe. Machine Gun will be at Buffalo Wild Wings. Right now we are joined by the head coach of the OU Men's Gymnastics Program, the Hall of Famer himself, Mark Williams, joins us live. Good morning, Coach. Hi, Toby. How's uh, Tulsa treating you today? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The hospitality's great. The food is great. Tons of Sooner fans up here excited about the basketball game tomorrow. So, it's gonna. Yeah, it's been a good morning. Yeah, neighborhood jams is uh, one of the top spots. I take recruits for breakfast. It's awesome. <laughs> there you go. That's great. Um, I haven't talked to you in a while, Coach. How's things been? Yeah. Well, you know, we've had a somewhat productive off season and uh, didn't have a whole lot of guys to replace. Got a Mostly the team from last year that finished second at the NCAA championships, getting started tomorrow in our facility with our first inner squad. Yeah, tell us what's going on. You got the red white tomorrow. Is that open to the public? Yep, absolutely. Uh, the Sam Veerson Gymnastics Center, right next to the baseball field, and just north of Lloyd Noble. Uh, One o'clock, we've got. Our team split into two groups. We got judges coming in, and we're going to go through uh, uh, our first, you know, pre-meet competition and see how we're doing. What time is that tomorrow, Coach? One o'clock start. All right, one o'clock tomorrow. If you haven't had an opportunity to see the uh, Sam Veerson Center, uh, this is a great chance to kind of peek inside the training facility there for uh, the Sooner men and women. And 1 o'clock tomorrow, they'll have their red-white scrimmage. So introduce us to the team. You said you didn't have to replace many guys, but you did bring in some newcomers. So 
let's start there. Tell us about the new additions. Um, we've got uh, uh, Adriel Perales, who's uh, come from Arizona, kid that's really, really strong in rings. Uh, unfortunately, he came in and, and uh, tore his pack, so he's sort of on the mend. But we expect him to definitely help us on rings and a couple other events toward the end of the season. Uh, we also have Leo Conke, who came from Japan, and uh, one of their top high school gymnasts out of uh, Tokyo. And uh, he's been doing awesome and then hurt his shoulders. So uh, it, it's possible Jeez. he's going to be out, out for the season. But, but uh, the, we, we've got a local kid from Tulsa, actually, um, Ignacio. Yonkers is uh, a kid that's fantastic on pommel horse that is going to help us right away. And, um, and then we got a couple other walk-ons that are kind of making them, trying to make the team after this inner squad. So, you know, uh, as I said, we're really only replacing one score from the NCAA meets. So it's not critical that we have these young guys ready right away, but uh, I certainly think that Ignacio and Adriel are probably going to help us down the, down the road a bit. Yeah, you guys are loaded. You got Fuzzy Bennis back again this year and others. How do you si- – I know we're a ways away here, or a little ways away anyway from getting the season started, but how do you size up the year? Where Are you guys the favorites going in? Stanford the favorites? How do you size it up? Yeah, Stanford uh, won nationals going away last year. Uh, Michigan was right behind us in third. So those are the three best teams again. We, we've hope, hoped to close the gap a little bit with Stanford, you know, trying to get a little bit more difficulty in our routines. And we've been successful in doing some of that. Uh, we've had, had some other guys that had some surgeries over the summer, trying to get completely back to 100% now. Um, Fuzzy's going to be a little slow to get back to things. But uh, Vitaly Gamaris, uh, Riddell Gamboa, uh, Jack Freeman, Morgan Seiler, uh, Spencer Goodell, those are our, our, our leaders, I think, for this year's team. And, and most of those guys are doing pretty well, uh, getting ready to go for the season. And, you know, right away we're going to meet Stanford at the Rocky Mountain Open. Michigan's going to be there also, Nebraska, us. So actually the top four teams are going to be at the, the first meet of the year. So it'll be a good test for us. Has um off the wall question here. Maybe it is, maybe it's right down the middle. I don't know. You tell me. Has the world of NIL infiltrated gymnastics as well? Yeah, it has. I mean I, I think it's gotten into everything. Um you know, we we've got uh you know, a few people that have kind of reached out to help our program that way. Um they're using their name. Guys are working with local uh restaurants and you know been able to use social media to promote their business um you know we've got athletes at penn state that are influencers that have a million followers and they're using that platform to to help promote their team and and that's affected recruiting positively for them so yeah i mean it's it's a definitely a different ball game than it was you know three or four years ago so what is this part of the preparation about? Are you learning routines, installing routines, obviously trying to get everybody healthy, but 
this stretch here before the regular season starts, what's kind of the focus of everything? Well, we're trying to maintain, you know, adding some difficulty from where we finished off. But at the same time, you know, there, there's just the summertime that's uh, voluntary practice. So you're, you're trying to get them back into shape in the fall, trying to get them to learn some new skills and then put it all together into a routine. So we're kind of in that, that mixed time where they're probably doing a little bit harder routines than they did when we finished in April, uh, maybe not doing them as clean or as consistently as we would like. But we don't necessarily want to change things yet because we want to focus on trying to raise the start value of the team overall so we we can be more competitive with Stanford, who was ahead of us in that area. Um, So, you know, it'll be a little interesting mix, you know, with a little bit hard gymnastics out there, a little bit early in the season, so a lot of things can happen. You know, we kind of did a a quick one-on-six yesterday, and, there was some good stuff. There was some bad stuff, you know. So we're we're not totally polished and not there yet, but it's about right for this time of year. All right, got the red-white coming up tomorrow, folks. You want to go check out Mark Williams' team, uh, 1 o'clock at the Vierson Center there. That's right, let me think, uh, east of the baseball field, right east of Mitchell yeah. Park there. And uh, come on in and have a good time. Coach, thanks. Good luck to you guys tomorrow. All right. Enjoy Tulsa. Thanks, Enjoy Coach. Good talking to you. Uh, right. I've already Thanks, downed it. Yeah, see. <laughs> I, uh, there we go, Mark Thanks. Williams. Coming up next segment, we'll visit with Lou Rosselli. We've got Bedlam Wrestling coming up this weekend, so we'll talk to the Sooners head wrestling coach. Of course, we're here in Tulsa for Tulsa Day with the ref, uh, in large part because of the big basketball game here tomorrow. Staying in town to- tonight and then – OU Arkansas at noon tomorrow in the BOK. TJ, what's your gut telling you about the game tomorrow? Oh, man. TJ's gut brought to you by Champion Home Loans. Champion Home Loans, great rates, low fees, <laughs> winning experience. Call them at four. What are you laughing at? 405-716-4565. Win with champion.com. Come home a champion today with Champion Home Loans. Contact Chris, Charles, John. All good guys over there at Champion Home Loans, and they support my gut. You're laughing, but every time you mention my gut, I've got to mention Champion Home Loans. No, I've loved I've it. got I a just, tat across you're... my belly for a reason. <laughs> Way to go. Good job by you. Now, how does your gut feel by Champion Home Loans? It's not feeling great. Yeah? I probably shouldn't get too much into it. Arkansas is really good. Arkansas is really good. So your gut's telling you this is a Razorback victory. I'm feeling a Razorback victory, unfortunately. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm Close or a blowout? I hope I'm wrong. I hope that OU wins this game. So you think it's going to be a blowout. You just don't want to say it. What's a blowout to you in basketball? Ten or more points. Um... Yeah, I'm feeling like a 12 to 14 point win for Arkansas. Wasn't that about what it was last year? Didn't know you win by about 10 or so last year. Um, something like that. Yeah. Let me look it up. I feel like it was in the end kind of a comfortable victory because remember the wheels came off. Musselman got ejected. Uh, OU was trying to dribble out the clock. They tried to steal it. Porter said, "Go dunk on them." They got a little sideways there at the end. Remember? 
Yeah. Let me see. I got uh, – no, 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 this is this year. I'm going to look up last year. Uh, hang on just a second. All right, so TJ's got officially rooting for Arkansas tomorrow. See, and you just we'll twisted be... that completely. What did uh, I say? From, uh, I, uh, you said uh, I'm rooting for Arkansas. That is not oh, what I'm doing. Is that not right? No. Is that not right? No. My bad. Uh, let's see. Yeah, last year's score was Oklahoma 88, Arkansas 66. Woo! I forgot it was that big. A 22-point wow. beatdown last year. Yeah, I mean, they're out for revenge, too, Teach. You know, That's that was true. embarrassing. That's true. Tomorrow's a great day Embarrassed for them in front of their home crowd like that. You, you got some big-time matchups tomorrow. You got the OU-Arkansas game, Kansas and Missouri tomorrow. Missouri's off to a 9-0 start. Um, what was the other one that I saw? Alabama and Houston. Number one, Houston, unbeaten. Kelvin Sampson's team ranked number one in the nation. And they are hosting Alabama at 2 o'clock tomorrow. Worth watching, Sooner fans, because OU gets Alabama in the SEC Challenge game this year at the end of January. Auburn and Memphis play tomorrow. Arizona and Indiana play tomorrow. There's a top 15 showdown there. So some really good, let me see in the Big 12 what we have uh, other than uh, Texas plays Arkansas Pine Bluff. Boy, Arkansas Pine Bluff is just going around playing every Big 12 team. TCU and SMU, West Virginia and UAB. So, yeah, good day for college basketball tomorrow. Oklahoma, Arkansas in the BOK Center at noon, 11.30 pregame coverage for you on Sooner Radio. Okay, let's step aside, quick break. When we come back here at Neighborhood Jam, we're talking wrestling, bedlam wrestling. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. All right, let's keep the uh, Sooner coaching train going. We got Bedlam Wrestling coming up Sunday in McCaslin Fieldhouse. Lou Rosselli, head coach of the Sooners, joins us live now. Coach, good morning. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good, sir. I'm doing good. You know, early season, we're underway here. You've got uh, two or three matches under your belt. What's the review of the guys early on? Um, you know, I think that we've, we've done a, a pretty good job <clears throat> There's a, in our first few events. Now, we had a couple hiccups here and there, but a couple mistakes along the way. But, but I think people are, um, the guys are, are progressing. You know, I think some of them are better than they were a year ago. You know, I think. Just depends on what, what guy we're talking about, you know. But there's there's several guys I'm, I, I would tell you are wrestling better than they did a year ago, and and that's always what we, we strive for. Can you go down? You know, I don't know if you want John Smith to know who you're sending out there Sunday, but can you go kind of weight by weight over how you feel about each of your guys right now? Well, yeah, I'll give you a quick preview here, a little quick chalk talk, I guess. Um, Twenty five, I think you know a lot of the weight classes are, you know, are. Um, you know, I think most of us know who's wrestling. Maybe there's one or two that, you know, but uh, 25 product, Mastriabani, they're, they're pretty close. Um, Joey's got one win over them, lost them in, in the closing seconds of the Big 12. That should be a great matchup. Um, they have fixed at 33. Uh, Wyatt Henson will wrestle him with a uh, freshman, uh, a good freshman. But, you know, uh, Fix is, you know, has, is a proven guy. That should be interesting to see where, where we're at there. So some of it for me is to check out where, where our guys are at and can they compete 
at the highest level. And, some, and, and obviously, uh, Dayton has been on that level, so I'm excited for that match. Uh, 41, they have Carter Young. Um, we'll put out Moshe Schwartz. We're excited about that bout. That bout should be um, really interesting as well. 149, they'll have, I believe they have Boinovich and, you know, Mitch Moore. Mitch Moore's uh, around a 12 guy um, two years ago. And so I, I think, you know, as we go up and down the lineup, you know, uh, you know, we're excited about that match as well. 57 will be two Oklahoma kids. You know, I believe G. Feller and, and uh, Jacob Butler will, will tangle. And um, so there's, there's some exciting ones for the fans, too, some in-state rivalries that both guys have been successful 65, I believe they'll have um, Sheets, and um, we'll put out Nine House. Nine House is a transfer from Purdue for us. Uh, so we'll see where, where those two are at, you know, um, and, and obviously Sheets has been around for a while, so, you know, we, we know him as well. Um, 74, I think it's a really good matchup. Dustin Plodd, local from Tuttle, and uh, Darian Roberts from uh, Wyoming Seminary, PA. So, and Darian's down from 84 to 74, so, you know, that one ought to be exciting as well. 84, um, I think that they're using Whitlake, and he's moved up a couple weight classes, and we have a freshman in there. Uh, um, it'll either be Graydon Penner, Kate Piccolo, will be in, in those things. Um, so that, that'll be interesting to see. Some moving up a couple weight classes is always a challenge, but um, so far he's, he's been okay. Um, 97, you know, they have um, Luke Serber. We'll have uh, Keegan Moore, uh, who's moved up from 84 to 97. Then heavyweight, I think you have a really good matchup in, in Connor Doucette and, and, and uh, Josh Heinzelman. So I think the matchups are really good. I think it's an exciting time, you know, um, you know, for for OU, and I think it's it. It should be a great match to watch. You almost got him last year up in Stillwater, uh, Bedlam Wrestling. Wrestling is the birthplace of the word Bedlam. It's always heated when you guys get together. What would a win over these guys, especially early in the season, do for you? Well, I think it's. You know, obviously, there's, there's a, it's a rivalry, so that that's always an important part to mention. And and obviously, you know, we, you know, we haven't fared great. You know, as we as I continue to build our team to where what it needs to be, you know, a win would be you know an incredible you know mark for us this early on. You know, obviously, the end of the season is really the our focus and make sure you get ready for the NCAA championships and the Big Twelves. But but also, you know, you know this rivalry it, it does mean something. It's both programs have a long history of of success, and. Um, we have, you know, when I got here six years ago, you know, we weren't in, in, in the position to be even with those type of competitive matches, and, and I think now now we are. And I, so I think as we keep moving forward, the matches will keep getting tighter and closer and more fun to be to view. So yes, I think getting a win over would be would, would be uh, would be really nice for us at this time of year. You mentioned building the. Yeah, you mentioned building the program. Uh, you won the Big Twelve two years ago. Second place finish last year. Do you feel the momentum when you're out on the recruiting trail and and in your locker room? Do you feel the momentum in your program moving the way you want it right now? Yeah, I think I think we are. Obviously, you know, I'd be lying to sit here and say, "Listen, I want it faster." You know, I would. I want it to be done faster. But and just like everyone, you know, we all want to. We all think the same way, but. But at the same time, it, it takes there. There is a process that goes along with it, and as you fill each bucket from recruiting to our Olympic program to our academic standards to, you know, to our culture, it's you know all these things have to be you know th- those buckets got to be filled every day, and you know and um, the kids make up the, the place, and so there there the momentum yes, and the recruiting you know we're we're, we're 
starting to get the, you know, uh, in a place I should say in recruiting where it's like, no, we're getting some really good kids, you know, you know, Tate Piccolo and, and Herrera will rank number one. You start getting some number ones and, you know, and, and then that's how it starts. And now we just got to have some people break through and do their, do what they're supposed to do, you know? Um, and so cause obviously the, the, it's a results oriented business, you know? And so, you know, I'm excited about, you know, that part of it as we continue to move forward, but yes, the momentum and, in the feel of things and the, you know, the belief systems get in place and, and um, you know, all those things start to matter when, when you're at the NK championships, when you're in high profile matches. So as we continue to move forward and keep pushing ourselves to get to where we want to go, you know, it, it, it's a good feeling. Folks, if you have not experienced wrestling, especially Bedlam in McCaslin Fieldhouse, do yourself a favor, go out three o'clock on Sunday. It's a special gymnasium special arena and when it is rocking like it will be at three o'clock on sunday it is something to behold so go out there and support lou rosselli's team uh, if you can't make it out espn plus for the broadcast on sunday coach thanks for a few minutes of your time this morning we really appreciate it and good luck to you guys yep thank you i appreciate it there you go that's lou rosselli ou wrestling coach tj have you ever been to an OU wrestling match live? I've never been to a wrestling match that was not professional in my life. Yeah. So, no. Well, High school, co- uh, collegiate, uh, no, doesn't matter the level. I've never been. If you and Bronx are, are looking for something to do on Sunday, I highly recommend it. It is – how are we doing? It is, um, it is a lot of fun, man, because those two schools – hate each other right right and then it's just i don't know how to describe could like you call it guys. bedlam mm, yeah i guess you could say that if you wanted <laughs> but it's there's just a the, the, the man-to-man combat aspect to it and the the flows of uh momentum and the, the coaches up and the teams up on the sidelines all yelling at the mat and you know, what their guys should do and everything, and it's just, it's crazy, man. It is a lot of fun. So, 3 o'clock on Sunday, Bedlam in McCasland Fieldhouse. Go by and uh, check it out. Uh, TJ, I got a question for you to contemplate during this next commercial break. Okay. OU is going to the Cheez-It Bowl. Yes. Cheez-It or Goldfish? Don't answer don't answer. What Think a question through. to tease right there. Jeez. Cheese it or goldfish. You can only have one cheese-flavored cracker for the rest of your life. Which are you going with, cheese it or goldfish? We're live at Neighborhood Jam. It's Tulsa Day. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, here we go. Bring it up, guys. Bring it up. Yeah. Hey, great job, man. Unbelievable. Want to be able to recognize special coach real quick. All right, was with the Raiders. Now he's with us. Where's Greg Olson, man? I'm going to be able to recognize. All right, Taylor Rapp closing it out. So many big-time stops defensively. Van Jefferson, Ben Skoranek making plays. Yep. All right, but to be able to come in here 10 minutes ago and help lead us to a victory. See you guys on Monday. Baker Mayfield. Yeah.
Hey, hey, watch it, Baker. There we go. Baker got the game ball last night after an unbelievable comeback win. I've always been a big Rams fan, TJ. You know that about me. So great to see Baker. You and David Goodspeed. Back with yeah. the Rams. <laughs> I forgot about Goodspeed. I'm just hoping. What I'm, I'm glad for Baker to have that moment. I think we all are. It's been rough for him lately. But I'm hoping that this propels him to be the next quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts. That's really the long play here for me. So uh, maybe that performance opens the eyes of uh, Jim Ursay, who we can all agree is a non-controversial owner in every aspect. And uh, he'll come home to Indianapolis. <laughs> Absolutely. What a moment. All right, you've had some time to think over the question posed to you in the last segment welcome back to neighborhood jam 61st street here in tulsa as we are winding down tulsa day i could tell tj that the charm of when i first arrived is wearing down with the neighborhood jam staff the manager Uh has come asked me how much longer i'm going to be here did he really um, yeah so uh I think they need my table. So uh, I got about a half hour to go. Uh, so, TJ, and don't feel influenced here by the fact OU's going to the Cheez-It Bowl. No, I'm not. Cheez-It, Cheez-It has not given us any money no. at all yet. So uh, Cheez-It or Goldfish, you could only have one cheese-based cracker for the rest of your life. Which you going with? Perhaps the most difficult question you've ever asked me in our nearly 20-year run here. So This is how you win these uh, Broadcaster right. of the Year awards that I'm never nominated for. I love both the Goldfish and the Cheez-It. Hmm. And they're different enough that um, it's not like somebody say, ah, oh, they're the same thing, you know, just, just grab one. That's not the case. Um... I will say, over the years, we have had many, many more goldfish available in our house. Yep. My son is a big goldfish fan, and we buy it in bulk at our club that we uh, belong to. Mm-hmm. He goes on runs of them, though, and right now he's down. Like, he has not touched goldfish in quite some time, and I have this big box sitting there that I actually thought the other day like man are those going to go stale and bad before he ever even gets to them because right he's off a goldfish right now which at his age maybe that's the end of the run you know he's hit the 12 year mark and maybe he's like i'm done with goldfish i love goldfish i love when i uh have the goldfish and i get that salty side on my tongue it kind of scrapes across like a little bit of sandpaper it's delicious love it but i love cheese it's too mm-hmm I think my choice, if I had to choose one the rest of my life, is Cheez-Its. And the reason I'm saying that is I can have goldfish in the house and not devour it. Not devour it. I can just leave the goldfish there. If there's Cheez-Its in the house, I'll go and grab the box, and then I realize the box is gone. I think that's why I don't purchase them as much because I just hammer them. When I do open that box and finally take a bite or two. So I think Cheez-It is my answer, slightly edging the goldfish, which I love as well. How are you, sweetheart? I'm good, good to baby. See you again. Oh, thank you, sweetie. I'm getting hugs here. You want to take a picture? 
Yeah, I'm on the air right now. Let's do one live on the air. Let's take a selfie. No, he's not talking to me. Hang on, here we go. Uh, you got to turn it around the other way. There you go. All right, here we go. Oh, wait, let's see. TJ, we're taking a picture. Hang on. Is that good? What do you think? What is that What's white? Going on? Did that come up sitting in your lap? What's going on? Just, okay? uh, yeah, we're, I, I'm happy with it. Are you happy with it? All right, good to see you again. Um, so you went cheese it Slight edge over goldfish, but I love both, yeah. Um, I agree. I, I, it's not a slight edge for me. It's a significant edge. I feel like the goldfish is the, is definitely the inferior cheese based cracker. (laughs) And more than that, it's a little bit immature. You know what I'm saying? There is that factor in it. It does feel like you've grown up a little bit when you move on to the cheese it, I guess. Goldfish are for kids, Cheez-Its are for adults. And the differentiating line there is like um, college, maybe. Is that about right? What do you think? About 20, 18 to 20 is when you need to make the transition? Yeah, I think they, though, they recently teamed with uh, NBA stars, you know, and I think tried to bring that edge of NBA stars love goldfish, like Boban. Boban loves him some goldfish. That's a handful. Yeah. Great. Great marketing uh, to bring Boban in (laughs) by Goldfish. So I'm a Cheez-It guy. However, let me say this. For whatever reason, the cheese-based cracker, any of them, I cannot have more than like a handful or I get a headache. And I don't know why that is. I can't, like the little, like if you get a little bag of Cheez-Its at the gas station, you know, the small. Yeah, the smaller size bag, yeah. That's pushing it i interesting that's about it maybe not even would i finish one of those they taste good i like them but they give me a headache there's something inside of the cheese it's all of them it's goldfish it's cheese it's whatever something inside the artificially cheese flavored cracker that gives me headaches so i do not consume them that much but we have uh Goldfish and Cheez-Its from time to time at our house. And I just feel like it's an age difference thing. Like, kids eat goldfish, adults eat Cheez-Its. And I don't like the fancy Cheez-Its. I don't want you, don't bring me your smoked Gouda Cheez-It. Don't bring me your. You did not have the smoked Cheez-Its we had delivered here. Cheez-Its. I want plain, regular, normal, non-reduced fat. Cheez-Its. I would have always said that as well. I can't remember the gentleman's name. I wish I could remember it that brought the smoked Cheez-Its by. Uh, brought them for Plank, but Plank shared them. Oh my goodness, those smoked Cheez-Its were unbelievable. But now, is that something he did himself or yes. is that something you could purchase? No, no. They're, they're, they're this guy. He smoked them. He sells them, but mm-hmm. he does it himself, yes. Now, I have a question for you. Yes. You make a world-famous spicy Christmas Chex Mix. Yes, bought my ingredients that, for it this week. Have not made it yet, though. You do not share with anyone. You selfishly, selfishly keep it and keep it eat it yourself. Correct. It's it's fantastic. It's world famous. But the only person that we know this from is you. Because <laughs> nobody has ever actually tasted I your Chex Mix. very selfish when it comes to my uh, spicy round of Chex Mix, yes. Is the Cheez-It a part of your... Chex mix. No. No. Okay. Okay. 
There are right. people we that make it a some. part of their Chex Mix, yeah. but it is not a part of mine. No. What are the ingredients to your world-famous selfish Very, Chex Mix? very simple uh, as far as I'm not telling you the uh, spices or anything, but right. Um, right, right. I simply go rolls gold pretzel sticks, okay. corn Chex Mix, wheat Chex Mix, and rice Chex Mix. Now, three different checkses. Three different checkses. Then I make Katie a batch that has like the mixed nuts and stuff in it. I don't like the the mixed nuts. You don't put any peanuts or anything like that in yours. No, no. Boy, that's you're just straight eating checks is all you're doing with a little pretzel. Checks and pretzels and my spices, yeah. And but you're not going to reveal your spices. Cannot reveal my secrets. No. I understand. I respect that. I respect that. All right. So. Um, what do you think if we open this up to a radio poll, the answer would be? Um, Cheez-It versus Goldfish. We're an older crowd show, so I would believe that the Cheez-It would win. I think all this discussion uh, makes you one thing, makes you the cheesiest. You should be sleeping in this Cheez-It room come Cheez-It Bowl time. Cheez-Its. This man is the cheesiest yep. man in America. Thank you. He thank deserves you, the Cheez-It room. I, You know what? I don't want to fight Danny Stutzman over it. If it'll make... <laughs> If it'll make Danny Boy play better, let's right. just let Dan. Let's just let Dan That's have good, the cheesy good point, room. Good point. I'm perfectly happy in a king size suite on the top floor. That's all I need. So, <laughs> yeah. Good uh, luck with that. All right. So you you still think we trend older demographic on this show? I think is what so. You're telling me. I think so. Yes. Mm, no, you, no. You disagree? I I think we've made inroads to the hip crowd. The the youngsters, the youths. Of America. Um, yeah, preppy a little bit. All right, break time. Eight. Are we, now, are we going to have Plank over? Are we allowed to have I, dueling breakfast places If he's, if on he's the there and available, yes. I have not heard from him outside of the uh, text this morning hating on Baker Mayfield. Man, he but, might just be. He yeah. might not be able to get in the door. Might not. I mean, it might be just signing autographs and kissing babies for him right up until showtime. So. Maybe Chris Plank when we come back. Final segment from Neighborhood Jam here in Tulsa next.